Yeah, you prop this in. <laughs> hey, Facebook. It's who else? Hey, Facebook. You're supposed to go first. No. Hey, Facebook. Oh my gosh. Hey, YouTube. Hey, Instagram. It's Angie. <laughs> Every day. As you can see, I'm here, but I'm not here. Ah. Oh man. Guess what, y'all? We here. <laughs> yes, thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. We have, uh, yeah, we've had to take a little sabbatical. Yes, we did. Get some things in order. Yes. But guess what? We's here now. Yes, we are. We are here. Um we are, we are, we are here, and we're actually we're here with the topic for tonight. And so, what's that topic? I actually put it up for us. The topic for tonight is how do you separate without isolating yourself? Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, like it it's easy to do you know what i'm saying if you're not if you're not careful so how do we separate without isolating yeah so renee i know that you have um oh i love your glasses oh thank you um i know i've seen them before but they're just fabulous tonight hmm. So, I know that you've looked up the words. How do you know I looked up the word? Because I know you. <laughs> so, tell us what separate means. Oh, you switched on me. Okay. Oh, we'll go. We'll start with isolate. Whatever you got. I got ask it. before ask. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Do, do, do. All right. Separate. To keep apart or divide as by an intervening barrier or space. Okay. So we got that. Keep apart or divide. Intervening barrier. Okay. Or space. Love it. Okay. So, and isolate. To set or place apart, detach or separate 
so as to be alone. Mm -hmm. So see, as we were uh, reading through this, if you look at it, the the first part of it kind of is sim is kind of similar, yeah. right? It seems like it's the same, but it's that part that comes after that semicolon that says to detach or separate so as to be alone, right? The um, separate is saying to intervene as to inter an intervening barrier or space. So we do have to be very, very careful, you know, uh -oh, with that. Oh, Lord, I didn't touch something. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I had touched my screen and did something. But anyway, sorry, y'all. Um, so, yeah, so we, we definitely have to be alone. I mean, I said be alone. Be very careful that we're not alone right yeah times that we do have to separate ourselves so um we can be by ourselves or you know to shut out all the noise that's going on around us so what's your take on this uh, it took me a long time to separate to actually distinguish the difference between separate and isolate, mm -hmm. uh, because I was one who would isolate myself. And, you know, I would do that. Like I would change yeah. my number like that and yeah. wouldn't give it to anybody. And because I just did not want to be bothered. Mm -hmm. And to me, I felt like I was separating, not realizing I was isolating myself. Mm -hmm. Um so it took me a while to distinguish the difference. And now that I know the difference between separate and isolate, um, I don't go as far as to change my number or turn my phone off for days and just like shut out the world. Um, but I do know the difference now. And I know when, um, when we're isolating, it's more of a, um, it's like depression sits in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hurt her. Um, <laughs> So when you isolate, it's more to me, it's like a depression sits in because it's hard to, you know, shut out everybody. And then you try to come back after you've isolated just, you know, you've been separate for so long because mm -hmm. you don't know how to communicate. You don't know how to talk. You don't know. You've missed so much. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I feel like isolating um, is. And it's a dangerous place to be in, really. Indeed. Um, so yeah, so just really like that, that word within, within isolating, right? Where it says to detach. So I know that there's sometimes that we do have to unplug, right? So we need to unplug from social media, unplug from, uh, the phone, you know, unplug from certain things, um, that may be draining the life out of us, right? So sometimes we have to unplug from certain people, but I think we do have to be very mindful and careful. Um, like you were saying, that's a very, very uh, uh, dangerous place to be because we know that when you're in that space where you're separating, you're detaching, right? And sometimes we'll say, oh, I'm detaching from people, 
But God, we always have to remember God uses people to be able to speak to us, right? When we're not still. And sometimes we need that confirmation um, because yes, we know that God is spirit. God also uses people. And sometimes we need to that physical presence, right? Um, and so we, we do have to be very mindful of that. And because when we're separate, we're isolating ourselves, we're detaching, right? Or separating so as to be alone. That's when the enemy will come. And the very first thing that the enemy usually will attack us is our mind. And so we have to, that's why it says that we have to be very careful of our thoughts, you know, because what we think on too long, you know, your thoughts can take you so many different places. Depression, because now here you are, you're thinking, you're like, oh my gosh, you've detached yourself from everybody. Now you are really alone, but you've made that choice. But what is the enemy come to say? Nobody cares about you. Mm, that's not true. Right? So we do have to, have to be careful there's a very thin line between separating and isolating it definitely is and when you were talking about um isolating and i was reminded of during COVID how a lot of the children the suicide rate was really high mm -hmm. because they were saying that with the children being homeschooled they're used to interacting with each other they're used to mm -hmm. um, talking and playing and with with each other but being homeschooled, a lot of the kids felt like they were being isolated. They couldn't talk to their friends or see them. And even a lot of adults uh, was dealing with that, with not being able to go into the workplace and be around people and just talk to people. Because mm -hmm. um, it was hard for me working from home and feeling isolated. You know, you have Zoom meetings, but it's like that's 30 minutes, boom, you're off and you're in your home, you're by yourself all day. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was like a form of isolation um, doing that, not separation, that was literally isolation during that time. And I would go outside and go for walks, looking for people like, oh my gosh, like somebody, hi, people looking at me like, what's wrong with her? Because <laughs> um, I had been in the house for so long by myself. Um, mm. And that 10, it did take a toll on me mentally um, because I was like, I needed to just say hi to somebody. Right. Um, so it does take a toll when you are um, in that state of being isolated. Oh, indeed. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we we need the human interaction. You know, we were made to to be together, you know. Um, and so it did during that time. At first, everybody was like, yes, I could be by myself. I can work from home. I've wanted this for years. But I also think that like during that time, it may have gotten rough because it wasn't a choice, right? At that time during COVID, it really wasn't a choice. It was something that we had to do. We were mandated to do. Um, and so when we, when we choose, we make the choice to isolate ourselves, you know, um, we can't, yeah, we, we can't um, we can't put such constraints on ourselves and say, you know, I hear a lot of people be like, I don't need nobody. It's just me and God. God got you. 
<laughs> he does. But we need the human interaction. You know, you can't just detach yourself and not be you have to you have to be connected to something and to someone right i'm not saying you just got to be out there all willy-nilly doing whatever you do have to be very mindful of who you are connecting yourself with but um yeah we all need a moment to separate yeah you know we need that that like we said that like we were on a sabbatical we needed a moment we had to take a knee so sometimes we do need to take a knee to go and to regroup just like when we when we should be going to sleep at night i know somebody that their name starts with an r i think they only sleep probably about like 15 minutes but you know no, I actually, <laughs> yeah, now i actually get rest i put my phone on um vibrating get rest Um, but it, it definitely, um, it definitely is a difference. And, um, you know, I felt like for me, we have seasons where we are called to separate Mm -hmm. from, you know, different places, different people, different circumstances, um, that we are called to separate and I'm learning more and more, uh, sometimes whenever God is taking you to different places, everybody can't go with you and it requires separation and separation doesn't always feel good, but sometimes it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, You have a lot of people, some people who are famous and there are certain platforms now and maybe sometimes lots of people that, you know, they may have gone to school with, they no longer communicate or associate with them and it's nothing personal. It's just that, I've, I've gone to a different place if we no longer have any, you know, what we had in common. Right. We don't have that anymore. So mm. sometimes that is a, a reason that it's time to separate, that it's time to elevation sometimes calls for separation. So in, in reading this, where it says to keep apart or divide, yes. but what really sticks out to me is an intervening barrier. Mm, yeah. Right. So that that separation comes because I'm protecting you. Yeah. So that's where I see the difference between separating and isolating. Absolutely. Yeah. Separating, I'm protecting myself from mm-hmm. this. Or, you know, God has called me to separate from some things that I was, you know, that I I've been used to doing this all the time. These are my 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 road dogs, you know. There's there's um a few people that were in my life that like we have been friends from what they call from the set from from the sandbox yeah you know what i'm saying we have been friends forever and ever and ever and it was just we were going two separate ways we were our lives were different mm-hmm. and it was like you know no love loss and i felt sad a little Mm-hmm. You know, because I was like, wow, they've always been here. And I think they, you know, were a little bit in their feelings because it will get to the point where people are like, oh, you think you're better than me? No, it's just that I'm different. We're mm-hmm. different. You're different. I'm different. I don't run in those circles anymore. Or we just don't do the same things anymore. Like you said, everybody can't go everywhere that you go. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's a bad thing. You know, so yes, I, I think that when we separate, that mm-hmm. it's an intervening barrier. It is something that's there that is protecting us from 
it could be protecting us, not particularly from that person, mm -hmm. but it's it's protecting us from um, us not being able to fulfill our purpose mm -hmm. in the time that we should. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah, I, I think that that's what really makes the big difference for mm -hmm. me too. And sometimes when people isolate, they isolate um, and it, it brings about like harsh feelings. Yeah. Right. They're doing it because, oh, they didn't made me mad. So <laughs> I'm totally cutting them off. Yeah. It's, it brings more so of a, a negative connotation. Um, and so even with that, like you have to still be careful. Now, if they've done something that's totally crossed the line, yeah, you, you need to separate from them. Yeah. And, and there's then, nothing wrong with that. Right. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. You do. And when uh, you said um, the barrier part, I'm reminded, um, I think I was, it's like 16 um, and I, we were driving the car. I wasn't 16, but I'll leave my age out of it. We were driving a car and when we were driving, um, we were going around 270 and in the midst of driving, the person lost control of the car and it went down. Um, we were going by the Rio. Oh, and, wow. um, Ooh. Yeah, we're going by the Rio and they didn't have barriers at that time. Ooh. So at that time we went down and the car is going down. And um, I was with Nikki. Nikki was like, Jesus. And I'm like, why are you saying Jesus? I wasn't saved at the time. I'm like, I'm cussing. And right. the car literally just went down that barrier. But now, 20 years later, when you go around that curve, they have barriers up. Wow. Yeah. So at that time, I guess they felt like, oh, you know, people should know. But now the barriers are there to protect you so you can't go over. Wow. And that's how we have to look at life. Um, you know, when we're separating that that barrier is there to protect you. So you don't go down the wrong path or you don't go like what we did down that deep, you know, um, deep hill. Right. So what a barrier, you know, when I look at separating, when you said barrier, it really stuck out that that barrier is like a layer of protection sometimes. Mm -hmm. You don't even realize that. Indeed. Indeed. That's right. That that is that is so true. And that's a good one. And, you know, there are speaking of the barrier, like I'm sure that there were a lot of the accidents and. You know, there may have even been some type, some fatalities, yeah. but people were probably coming around there and they're like, hmm, maybe we do need to put up a barrier right now. Yeah, because now they have them going all the way around that little ramp when yeah. you come in and trying to get on to uh, 270. It's, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all around, but at that time, and also, even though, because we shouldn't have been driving the car, it was still like God was protecting us. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you're going the wrong way. You're doing something you shouldn't be doing. You're going to, you know, but I'm still protecting you um, in the midst of this. I'm still protecting you. So I'm just, I'm thankful for God. And lots of times when he gives us barriers or warning signs or separates us, it's painful. Cause that was, that was painful. Like right. that, like I suffered me and Robin and Robin wasn't even with me for like three weeks. Yeah, because wow. my mom, she never said anything, but she made us push the car because the reverse van popped. She made us push the car into like 
parking, like at the school, different places where she could have pulled in. So we suffered the consequences after the fact. And then, oh my God. Yeah, and sometimes when we're supposed to separate and we don't, like we suffer consequences after the situation is over. Yeah. Like all I had to do was just listen. Yeah. Separate. Yep. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Or don't go. Yeah. What you say? <laughs> or don't go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Stay home. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. Patrice says, well, we can isolate from negative thoughts, bad behavior, bad spirits, etc." So how would you, how would you explain that though? Um, you're isolate. You're you're isolating from negative thoughts, bad behavior, and bad spirits. How do you isolate and not separate from that? Right, right. So, is she still? And going? I mean, and I guess she's saying like, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe she's saying because we want to detach. From those things, yeah, yeah. But detach, detach was more in the separate. Um, no. Separate. No, isolate. It says to isolate, isolate is the to uh -huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, to set or place apart, detach or separate, so as to be alone. So, I mean, I I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. we still have to be very careful when we're using that word isolate because yeah. even with separating from the the negative yeah um thoughts and the bad behavior the bad spirits and things of that nature yeah we want all of that to to be gone yeah um but i still think that like isolating is more so of what is it i'm trying to say isolating is more so of i guess like a uh a, a stance or like place yeah more than any i don't know i guess it, it's an emotion but you know to me when i hear isolating mm -hmm. it's like you're empty like yeah. it's just bleh. i don't know i would say it is because i know when i was in that mindset of isolating i ignored certain things i didn't want to be bothered and i i did that i could see you and i would act like you did not exist Mm -hmm. And I had to put myself in a certain mindset in order to do that. And it was like literally making my heart cold, basically. Right. That's it. When I hear isolate, I feel yeah. I, I, I see coldness and yes. hardness and just emptiness. Let's yeah. see. We can also make it a point to separate from the world sometimes and commune with God. We have to. Yeah. Like we we definitely we have to yeah. separate from the world because we can get so caught up in that. Like you get up, you go to work, you dealing with the people, you're trying mm -hmm. to get yourself together. Then you know you have a set schedule, but then here comes another meeting that somebody's calling you into and something didn't happen on the road or something's happened with the family. So yeah, we definitely have to make take the time to separate from all the busyness and the, and the, the noise yes. from the world. And then really just take time and be, and have that intimate, intentional, intimate time to commune with God. I agree. Yeah. Um, being, Hey girl. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm back. 
All right, being self-conscious and how we feel about ourselves. Oh yeah, like we definitely we always have to um, be mindful of that because now there's this big thing of this imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I put up air quotes. <laughs> But this imposter syndrome, because mm -hmm. when we isolate ourselves, mm -hmm. those thoughts will come yeah. and we don't have anybody. We're not connected to anything because we've detached. Right. Because I even feel like when we isolate, we mm -hmm. even detached ourselves from God. That's how I feel. That's, mm -hmm. that's Angela. Right. That's Angie. But um. And so when we've detached ourselves and we don't have anything that's feeding us, right, and pouring the good stuff into us, it leaves so much room for all the negative to come mm -hmm. because we don't have anything to swipe away those negative thoughts and those negative feelings. Um, just like it says, you know, you have to, when you get rid of one thing, you have to replace it with something else. So when you get rid of hatred, you have to replace it with love. Because if not, what's going to happen? Hatred's going to come back and it's going to bring what? Seven more. That's right. right? That's so right. you have to be careful not to leave anything empty. And as we're emptying out the bad stuff, we have to fill it in with what God has given us. All that fruit of the spirit. Yes. Okay, thanks for this topic. I feel like I have been isolating myself in a negative way. Yes, I feel empty right now and I am struggling to meet God in this moment. It is not a healthy space and I know this, but it has been rough. And for me, it has been a season of death that is really making this rough as well. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let Renee talk. I am glad to see these words on this screen mm -hmm. because it says that you recognize it. So to, you know, you, you're feeling that way, but you haven't completely just turned off, you know, and so you, you're, you recognize it. And so that right there leaves room for God to come in and do what he needs to do. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and that's the biggest thing is recognizing it and making it known, mm -hmm. um, but also find somebody that you can use as an accountability partner that can pray with you, that can help uh, bring you out of this place that you're in. We have a tendency um, because you may, I don't know, you know, what your role may be in church or whatever the case may be, but that's what the ministry, the church is for too. Mm -hmm. If you need help, go be honest. I need prayer. Like there's a lot going on and it's over trying to overtake me. Mm -hmm. That's why it says two can chase. How many, Angie? Ten thousand. That's right. That's right. <laughs> there are times that we get in situations and spiritually in a place that we need somebody there to pray us through, to mm -hmm. give us scriptures, to give us the word, to help get us back where we need to get. Because if you get too far into a place, sometimes it's hard for us to get back to where we were. Mm -hmm. And I'm speaking from experience. When mm -hmm. we get in a place like that, we have to be honest. We have to reach out. You can text somebody. Pray for me. And and it's nothing wrong with that. There's right. a stigma going around that you're weak if you ask for prayer. No, you're not. To me, no. that makes you strong when you ask for prayer. 
I need somebody to pray for me. Yes, I can pray for myself, but there are times that we have to encourage ourselves. But there are also mm -hmm. times that I need that extra strength. I need That's somebody right. else to pray for me. So, LaShawn, we will be praying for you, um, mm -hmm. calling your name out in prayer. Please, mm -hmm. like, Angie, you got her number? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm, I do, yeah. Yes. Please yep. start a prayer um, a group chat with us so that we can text and okay. we'll be praying with you um, so that you can push through this. Um, mm -hmm. This is not a topic that, you know, a lot of people probably want to talk about because it's something that you have to really make yourself vulnerable um, to talk about. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And yes, we know that like, there's a lot that, you know, a lot. And when we have like these, um, this season of death, right. Yes. We have death as we start to lose the people that are around us. Yes. And I, and I know it's so much easier said than done, but if we know that these people, that they were believers, to be absent from the body is to be yes. present with the Lord. Yeah. And I I was actually thinking about this today and I was just like, wow, like, you know, um, I, I went, I attended a funeral yesterday and I was looking at the program in the car today and I was like, this is real. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then it's just like, we know that people don't live forever. Yeah. But like I said, the the one thing that always gives me comfort mm -hmm. with, you know, with the, the the loved ones that I have lost is to know that they that they love the Lord and the Lord loved them. And so to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, you know, and we want to be selfish. We want them to be here forever. Right. But we know that sometimes that, that they can't, but we have to continue to let their legacy and their love and their light live through us. So we, you know, we definitely will be praying. Yep. Yeah. And I thought of, of, you know, as one of my go-to scriptures, mm -hmm. and, you know, when I was walking through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, when I was losing, you know, I lost my family members, I was reminded that I'm walking through this valley Meaning Amen. that the valley is here, it's a dark place, but it doesn't say stay there. It says you're walking through. Amen. So it's dark, but when you walk through on the other side, you mm. know that God is with you. It says, fear no evil, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen. So God is like, you're walking through this valley, but I'm going to comfort you. And in the midnight hour, you know, you may feel I can't call nobody. We can call on God. Yes. He is one that we know he will answer. He will comfort you. He will strengthen you. He will lift you up. And that's why I just love the word of God is encouraging, but it's encouraging to know also that we have our heavenly father, but he also has people here yes. that will do the very thing we need. Amen. I love that. Walk through. Yeah. Come on, through. walk through. Yeah. Don't, he didn't say walk and say. He didn't say I'm here. He yeah. said, walk through. Yeah. Yes. I just yeah. went and asked a friend to be my accountability partner today. So I know this is God speaking to me. And even hearing that this was the topic today was confirmation as well. Well, amen. Because yes. guess what? That was our prayer. Yes. That was our prayer before we start, before we push go. <laughs> yes. Walk through. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. So be, be honest with your accountability partner too. 
Indeed. Yeah. Yep. No, I am not okay. And yeah. it is okay to say that. Yeah. Right. Nope. Not having a good day. Nope. Not having a good moment. Yeah. Are you good? No, I'm not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good. Yeah. You have to be honest with them so that they will they will know. You know, and, and it's not to say, oh, you, you gotta give every every detail to yeah. whoever I'm no, I'm not. I'm not good. Yeah. So just yeah. yeah. Yep. Be honest. That's the only way that you're gonna get through it. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. I want help. You got it. That's like you in a burning building and you stand there looking out the window like this. Right. The building is burning and people standing there like, is this real? And you're standing there. You want help. You're gonna scream out for help. I need help. Get me out of here. That's right. Yeah. So that's, that's what right. we have to do sometimes when we get in trouble. Yell for help. I need help. So that's it. Yeah. Because if you know, and if, if when you when you start to feel like that, mm -hmm. you do, and sometimes sometimes black women are looked at as being over dramatic. You know, are they doing too much, or it's always something going on with them. Because I, I remember there was a season in my life that I was like, I said, I'm that friend. <laughs> I'm that friend that always has something going on. I was like, I'm sorry, Renee. It, it's something else. You know what I'm saying? And and then I did get to the point where I was kind of like, I ain't. Even, I'm not even gonna say anything else because I'm tired of being that friend that yeah. always had something going on. But even when I didn't say anything, she'd be like, mm -hmm, Yeah, okay, I know it's something. Yeah. But it, it's it's okay. We have those seasons. But as it said, walk through. Yeah. Walk through. Yeah. You can't stay stuck there and stop. Yeah. And and be as dramatic as you feel that you need to be. Don't let don't, these this don't serial be, don't be too dramatic though. Well, ah! Be bring all the dramatics. No, don't be too dramatic. Ah! But when I say dramatic, be real. Yes. Don't stop trying to hide it and, and yeah. cover it up with the makeup and all this. No. Just bring it to the table, lay it at the altar, and leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I tell but you. She says a question. Oh, uh, what's her question? But as God is always with us, even when we pull away, can one truly isolate from God? Yes, you can. Yeah. Because even to be to you, we make a choice. Yeah. To He's be with God. Yeah. He's not, yeah, he's a gentleman. He's not going to. So, yes, we can truly isolate ourselves from God. And that's when we feel it the most. Yeah. Now, it, we can isolate from him. Yes. Will he isolate himself from us? No. But we will isolate ourselves from him. So, when you isolate, somebody could be right there in the room, but I don't hear you. I don't see you. I don't smell you. Well, I might smell you, but I'm I'm not acknowledging you at all. Yeah. So yes, we can isolate ourselves from God, but He says He'll never leave nor forsake us. That's right. So it's always a choice that we make. And when you said that, I I never I didn't think of that until you said that, because it's like, why would anybody feel that they? Why would he feel the need to have to say, "I will never leave you nor forsake you"? Right. Because he already knew that we are free. He gives us free will. He already Amen. knew that there were going to be times and seasons where we would walk away, mm -hmm. where we would become so busy to 
where, you know, I got, I got work, I have family, I got church, I have social media that I don't realize I've been on for four hours. Right. I have school, I have the business, I have all these different things. And that's how we can begin to isolate ourselves from God because he's here. He's like, and we just keep walking past the Bible, keep walking past church, yeah. driving past, yeah. Bible study, driving past. So that's yeah. that's how we can we do. I feel like we do isolate ourselves from God by doing those things. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Yes. I'm so glad. I'm so. Glad. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful. Me too. Yeah. But it would have been plenty of times I would have left myself, child. Yes. Right yes. on the side of the road. Get out. <laughs> yes. Yes. But we're talking about isolating versus separating tonight. Um, and I just feel like with all that's going on in the world, we have to begin to separate. I think Patrice said it perfectly from the things of the world, but have a balance in life. Still live, but have that balance, but begin to separate from the things that we know really is not doing us any good. There are friendships. There are. I feel like relationships, rather you're talking about friendship, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case may be, um, it's like the biggest thing that the enemy uses with people to um, to keep us in situations or areas that we know we need to come out of. Indeed. And even so the enemy definitely uses relationships. Yes. And when I say, like you said, all the ships, friendships, relationships, ships, right? I think somebody has something that says shipwrecked, right? But he uses that because if, if you really think about it, hurt people hurt people. And so the enemy comes and he wants us to isolate ourselves from people because we may have gotten hurt by one person. So now I don't deal because I, I hear a lot of women say, oh, I don't deal with like, I don't deal with women no more because this one hurt me or even a few of them hurt you. Right. I try to I put myself out there and I try to be a real good friend. But, you know, women, they always backstab and they always doing that. And then we isolate ourselves. And then here we are. We've detached. And we're walking around and we're bitter. And we have a lot of people who are sitting in, in the church every Sunday. But you're still holding on to bitterness. You're still holding on to anger. You're still holding on to all those things. And, you know, there is, to me, that is a part of you that has isolated yourself from being free. Now here you are, you have this stronghold that uh, that you you're just like, I'm 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 never going to because when we say never, you know, we we were we've been in an abusive relationship. Oh, I'll never get married again. I'll never love anybody again. I'll never let anybody get close to me. That right there to me, you're isolating yourself from love to give it and to receive it. And how can you truly say that you love God but you don't have love in your heart you can't you this this never I'll never do this now there's some things we should never do but until we get in those situations we don't know 
you know, what we would never do. But when we're when we're isolating ourselves from being loved and, you know, holding on to that, you have to be careful of that as well. We do have to be careful. And I'm glad you said that when you said, um, you know, we can be in the church, we can be operating, we could feel like we are effective, but walking around with that hurt, shouting over the hurt, dancing over the hurt, singing over the hurt, praying over the hurt, teaching and preaching over the hurt. Um, I do believe that there are times we have to sit and really be healed from a lot of different things. Um, and it takes time. It takes transparency. It takes being honest. Um, in order to do, it does. It really does take that time. Mm -hmm. um, and I, but for me, I'm learning in this season I'm walking in that if it no longer fits you, just like they tell you to, to get rid of it, there are certain seasons and certain people that no longer fit me. And I'm learning to remove myself from situations, not make an announcement, but just remove. Right. Be free, say hi, but be free, remove and walk on. Mm. Because there are certain places for me I do not desire to go back to. I don't right. desire to walk around angry, mm -hmm. uh, mad, ready to fight. Right. Uh, because I know where I came from and I don't care who you are. You could be the most saved person in the world. Your flesh is still here. Mm. So, yeah. Girl, when you <laughs> said, when you said, you know, you think you're walking around and you're being effective. Yeah. You're actually walking around and you're infected and yeah. you're spreading that infection all over the place. Yes. You have yeah. to sit down and get healed because yeah. what you're not affecting people, you're infecting that the people that are around you. Like they say, hurt people, hurt people. And it's true because here it is now you're walking around and, you know, you are, you're just like, oh, well, you know, you got this chip on your shoulder. That's not cute. That, that, that's not cute. And it's not, oh, that's just how I am. No, stop it. We're supposed to be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. And it makes me angry when you have somebody who is there and they call themselves a child of God and they're walking around with this chip on their shoulder. Get over yourself. It makes me sick to my stomach. That you're here and you you are you you dancing, you singing, you praying, you praising, you're doing all these things, but you're doing it with an attitude like somebody owes you something. Stop it. Stop it. Because now you're not being effective. Effective. You're being infective or infecting people. And it makes me angry. And I'm sorry. I know I just got loud and got real mad about it because it yeah. makes me angry to see how people are, you know, they operate like that. Mm -hmm. And this is the reason that you have people who are like, oh, I'll never go back to church because those church people. Now, two, it's two sides of that coin. One is, is that stop it. All church people aren't like that. Just stop it because you didn't got hurt by a couple of them. All people are not, all church people are not like that. And some people are trying to make an excuse. 
because <laughs> you don't want nobody to hold you accountable. But then also you do have those who are in the church and they're, um, you know, they're in these, they're in the pulpit even, right? They're in the pulpit. They're, they got the mic. They're, like I said, they're singing, they're dancing there. Um, they shouldn't be a greeter because don't nobody, you can't even greet people, right? You're an usher, you're, but you're nasty and you're running people away. Nobody wants that. I mean, if I go and I'm like, oh my, you know what I'm saying? But I, I know that I've I've matured. So there's certain things that yeah, it might make me upset, but what you want, do you want more me away? Because I if I, I I eat the I eat the word, right? I eat the meat and spit out the bone. That's why you gotta know your word. All right, I'm shutting up. I'm off my soapbox. Tag you're it. Oh my gosh. She want me to come after she didn't. Yeah. You want me to come now. Really? 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 I had to stop, girl. No, but it, it is the truth, though. It is. But if we're not humble enough to realize that we're in a place where I need to sit down, I've served, I've I've served, and now I can't, I need to really serve myself by getting myself together you're not doing yourself any justice. Indeed. Are you really, like you said, being effective? Am I really wholeheartedly doing what God has called me to do? There was a season and a time, even for me, where I realized that I had to really seek God and I had to still serve and do what he called me to do. But I had to be honest with him and say, God, I got a lot of stuff in my heart that I need to get rid of. I got a lot of hatred, a lot of frustration, a lot of I don't understand, a lot of confusion. What is it that you want me to do? Because mm -hmm. Renee is at the point where I'm ready to say I'm done. Mm -hmm. But that mm -hmm. wasn't God's will for my life. His will was for me to sit down, stop focusing on what's going on around me and focus Amen. on what's going on in me. Come on. Speak and lots that. of times when we're called to separate, we have to do that. It's not for anybody else. It's for you, for mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Get ourselves together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. I can. I now. I can remember that. I can remember um, when you were like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not doing nothing." Yeah. Because you were used to like you were the ministry. Like you were just everything. <laughs> And it was you were like, but I I just I feel I I feel like I'm not doing nothing. Good, take the time, get to you know relax, get to yeah. know who you are, yeah. who you are in Christ. Because yeah. what we want to do, and I am guilty, I have been guilty of it, is that instead of dealing with myself and dealing with what's going on inside of me, I want to be busy. Yeah. There's a big difference between being busy and productive. Yes, it is. We can do stuff all day. Yeah. And because of the fact that, like, you know, there's a, you're a, a jack of all trades, some of the stuff is real easy for you to do. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing this. But are you really? Like, are you really? Yeah. Like, you're just trying to cover up. Mm -hmm. Like that's just like you know with these these ladies that are here and you see them one way and you be like you don't even recognize them because they got on all this makeup and you're like what that did who you're trying to cover it up be naked 
Like that's the only way that we're really going to be able to to be free mm-hmm. yeah. and to be completely healed. Like that is what you should be aiming for. Yes. When we're going out here and we're, you know, talking to people and we're trying, we are supposed to be spreading the love of Christ. That's our job. Like, that's the Great Commission. It says go. Not don't be naked. Bye, Patrice. (laughs) Everybody else in the whole wide world knew what I meant except for Patrice. (laughs) No, but we do take it all off. Like, forget the titles. Forget the forget what it is that you can do. Yeah. Forget all of that. You are first and foremost a child of Christ. Yeah. When you said that, I, I went to a place and I was asked to be on the program. And I never introduced myself with my title. I I just that's just me. Mm. And I didn't. And I told the lady, I said, excuse me, can I have a program? I need you to go sit down. I said, oh, um, I just wanted to get a program. I heard what you said, but go over there and sit down. And are you family? I said, no. She said, oh, well, you're not getting this one here. I'll go get the one you're supposed to get. Go sit down. And this was the usher. And I said, okay. So I went and sat in the back. And the person who asked me to come said, "Um, why are you back here? I said, I don't, I'm good. I'm okay. and the lady came over and she said, give her that program. And she said, why? Oh, she said, because she's actually one of the ministers. She said, I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. You didn't tell me that's who you were. I shouldn't have to. In order for you to treat me with respect, I had to tell you who I was. See, See? that right there, that part. Yes. So... I said all that to say that we have to deal with our character and ourselves lots of times when we are called to separate. Our character has a lot to do with who we are, not the title, not what you want people to see. Character is what matters. And sometimes Mm -hmm. when we're called to separate, we have to work on that. We have to work on our attitude, which is a part of our character, the way we present ourselves, the way we talk. All of that is our character. People don't care about your title. They care about what they see, not what comes out of your mouth lots of times. That's right. That's right. I always say, I always say, people don't hear what you say. They hear what you do. Yeah. And yes, I did say hear what you did. Yeah. You can speak, you can talk all day. That's right. You can talk all day. You can right. use the biggest words ever. That's right. But they're going to pay attention to what it is that you do. Yes. The leaders need to be better that who they put in the position. That situation could lead others from God. Indeed. It can. But also, it, it goes to show that this time that we're in also, we need discernment. Because I can put on a smile all day long. I can smile at Angie. I can smile at everybody in the church and have the nastiest attitude that you ever could imagine. But discernment, yeah, yeah, discernment will tell you that everything that you're portraying right there is not what you are. But we 
yeah, we need discernment during this time because you have people who are in leadership, who are on praise teams, who are um, CEOs of all these great companies, but they have the worst attitude that you could ever imagine. But they put on this smoke screen. But discernment will be able to tell you that that right there, what you see is not what you're getting. Girl, you know, you know my favorite movie. I tell y'all, y'all better go watch it. Shallow how? Yeah. It shows you, you can see, it It takes you as to where you can see straight through whatever it is that you're trying to give me. No, thank you. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's why for me also, like I said, it's I separate. I separate. I, I will go with what you give me. But when I start to see something different than what it is for me, I don't even have to say anything. I've, to me, I've learned that I don't have to tell you anything. It doesn't work for me. So I'm right. separating and that's right. the best thing for me to do because what I see and what I saw two different things, it don't work for me. I'm right. Well, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, Separate. well. Separate. Yeah. So, um, you our prayer is that you have, um, you know, that as we were speaking this 52 minutes almost 53 minutes um that you were able to get something um and something that we said that you know um you heard and that you know that is is not just about what it, what we're saying we pray that you know things will change in your life for the better um that you will be free we do pray that um, everyone will understand the difference between separating and isolating. We do not want anybody to isolate and be alone, de to detach, right? It is okay to separate from people, places, and things. And sometimes we even have to, we definitely have to separate from our flesh, right? We know that it's there all the time. We got to be like, no, thank you. Oh, I see what you did right there. <laughs> You are on mute. You're on mute. You already went into it. So I'm just oh. like, let me let me help. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Yes. This was good. Thank you, everybody. But yes, our prayer is so yes, the Angie moment is um, don't isolate, don't detach. You know, make sure that you stay connected to the right people, to the right source. Because if you connect yourself to the wrong source. It is, um, you know, usually it goes both ways where you can have something, and even with a vacuum cleaner, it kind of reminded me, you have a dry vac, right, as to where you can, you can have stuff and you can suck it up. And you don't want anything that's going to definitely, that's going to continue to suck things from you, you know, suck away your energy, your joy, your peace, all those things. You want to have something more so of a blow dryer that's going to blow things into you, that they're going to come in and they're going to, um, you'll have that source that is uh, pouring into you, um, that is going to pour in the peace, the love, the joy, all the fruits of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, because it's one, it all goes together. Um, and so you just make sure that you are doing that. So it's okay to separate. But just know the difference. Um, and so just stay connected to those uh, that are good for you and good to you. 
And good to you doesn't always mean it's a yes person. That's not always good to you. So we love you. And uh, pray that there was, uh, again, something that was said tonight that you can go and you can grow. Yes, I agree. Thank you for that Angie moment. Know and grow. I love that. Yes. Love that. So thank you all for watching. Um, that was her discerning. <laughs> thank y'all for watching. We will see you all next week at 7 p.m. Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget, you can follow us and also listen to our podcast. We are on all major platforms. And LaShawn, we will start our text tonight, our group. Yep. So we got you. We got you covered. Indeed. Got you covered. And thank you for your transparency tonight, too. Amen. Yes, yes. Thank you, Tamiko, Patrice, for watching as well. Tracy, saw you on here, too. Um, and a couple, someone else I saw. I can't go. Oh, Vanessa, thank you, too. Yes. So we Stephanie. Yes, Stephanie. So we appreciate you all. Again, you can always go back, watch the replay, and find our uh, podcast, all major platforms. Have a good That's night. Right. Good night.